The Adventures of Chatterer the Red Squirrel. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. And now, The Adventures of Chatterer the Red Squirrel by Thornton W. Burgess. Chapter 9. Chatterer Grows Too Curious. Everybody knows how curious Peter Rabbit is. He is forever poking his wobbly little nose in where it has no business to be, and as a result, Peter is forever getting into trouble. Whenever Chatterer the Red Squirrel has heard a new story about Peter and the scrapes his curiosity has gotten him into, Chatterer has said that Peter got no more than he deserved. As for himself, he might be curious about a thing he saw for the first time, but he had too much sense to meddle with it until he knew all about it. Now a great many people manage to make their neighbors think they are a great deal smarter than they really are, and Chatterer is one of this kind. If some of his neighbors could have peeped into Farmer Brown's corn crib the morning after Farmer Brown's boy found the telltale corn cob so carelessly dropped by Chatterer, they would have been surprised. Yes, sir, they would have been surprised. They would have seen Chatterer the Red Squirrel, the boaster, he of the sharp wits, showing quite as much curiosity as ever possessed by Peter Rabbit. Chatterer had come over to the corn crib as usual to get his daily supply of corn. As usual, he had raced about over the great pile of yellow corn. Quite suddenly, his sharp eyes spied something that they hadn't seen before. It was down on the floor of the corn crib quite near the door. Chatterer was sure that it hadn't been there the day before. It was a very queer-looking thing, very queer indeed, and then he spied another queer-looking thing near it, only this was very much smaller. What could they be? He looked at them suspiciously. They looked harmless enough. They didn't move. He ran a few steps towards them and scolded, just as he scolded at anything new he finds out of doors. Still, they didn't move. He ran around on the little ledge where he could look right down on the queer things. He was sure now that they were not alive. Inside was something to eat. The littlest thing was round and flat with funny bits of wire on top. It looked as if it were made of wood, and in the sides were little round holes too small for him to put his head through. Then Chatterer heard a small voice in his head. Leave them alone! But I want to see what they are, and find out all about them. No good ever comes of meddling with things you don't know about. But they are such queer-looking things, and they're not alive. They can't hurt me. Nevertheless, he ran back to the pile of corn and tried to eat. Somehow he had lost his appetite. He couldn't take his eyes off those two queer things down on the floor. Better keep away! It won't do any harm to have a closer look at them. So once more he scrambled down from the pile of corn and little by little drew nearer to the two queer things. The nearer he got, the more harmless they looked. Finally he reached out and smelled of the smallest trap. Then he turned up his nose. Smells of mice. Just common barn mice. Phew! It's nothing to be afraid of. Then he reached out his paw and touched it. Just as he touched one of the little wires, 
there was a sudden snap. It frightened Chatterer so that he scurried away, but he couldn't stay away. That snap was such a funny thing, and it hadn't done any harm. You see, he hadn't put his paw in at one of the little holes, or it might have done some harm. Pretty soon, he was back again, meddling with those little wires on top. Every once in a while, there would be a snap, and he would scamper away. It was very scary and great fun. By and by, the thing wouldn't snap anymore, and then Chatterer grew tired of his queer plaything and began to wonder about the other queer thing. No harm had come from the first one, and so he was sure no harm could come from the other. And this is the end for this chapter.